Welcome to another episode of Cross-Section, the official podcast of the Section on Neonatal Perinatal Medicine of the American Academy of Pediatrics. The neonatal section represents more than 3,500 neonatologists and clinicians who are committed to caring for the nation's smallest and most vulnerable patients. In Cross-Section, we hear firsthand from some of those individuals about their work. I'm John Zapanzik from the Section on Neonatal Perinatal Medicine of the AAP. Two important domains of the section's current strategic plan are quality, in which we task ourselves to foster, encourage, and develop opportunities for neonatal perinatal providers to engage in continuous quality improvement, and the health of the subspecialty, in which we aim to envision, articulate, and engage members in supporting the neonatal perinatal medicine profession. One concrete initiative we've undertaken to meet those goals is our Quality Measures Task Force. We took the opportunity of our annual section scientific meeting at the AAP National Conference and Exhibition in Chicago last month to talk with the members of that task force, including Drs. Munish Gupta and Heather Kaplan, who are the co-chairs of the initiative. Dr. Gupta is the Neonatal Section District 1 representative and the Director of Neonatal Quality Improvement at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center in Boston. Dr. Kaplan is a neonatologist and associate professor of pediatrics at the University of Cincinnati, where she's been a key leader in several important programs of the Ohio Perinatal Quality Collaborative. We were also joined by the incoming section chair, Mark Hudak, who's the chair of pediatrics at the University of Florida Jacksonville, and by Michael Prendergast, NICU director at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. Welcome, uh, Heather, Munish, uh, Michael, and, and, and Mark. Um, so why do we need a, a task force in quality improvement measures at all? What's the, what's the rationale here? Yeah, um, yeah so th- there's, there's a number of different reasons why an effort like this could have value, and, uh, and we're starting to try to pin down those reasons. But I think the, the origin came from a sense among a number of people in the section, neonatologists, practicing, academic, and in the executive committee, that there's lots of measures out there being used to measure quality in neonatology. And it's not clear to lots of folks which measures are the good ones and which measures are not so good. I think some of this does relate to the fact that in medicine in general, there's an increasing use of quality metrics for accountability, whether it be for hospital performance measurement, public reporting, hospital comparisons, or, or payment systems. So certainly with, with those kind of uh, forces out there, there there's an in, even increased urgency to, to have some ability to, to say which quality metrics make the most sense. So, and, so. and Mark, you, you've been involved in um, the Committee on uh, Child Health Financing, mm-hmm. uh, thinking a little bit about how these might c- uh, connect with the way in which um, uh, pediatric care is, is uh, paid for. Can you comment a little bit on, on the, the intersection of what, what Munich has been describing with what you're doing on that mm-hmm. committee? Yes, yeah, so one of the things that's clear is that the experiment in the adult world with quality metrics has been mixed. Um, and I think this opportunity gives us a chance to really hone in on the pediatric measures that are going to be useful and helpful um, before they're set for us by external agencies like the government or by payers, because eventually I think we will be affected um, in one way or the other, whether it's our hospitals or you know, ourselves in terms of payment, and that's really a big issue right now with the uh, you know, AAP. Mm-hmm. And and so the, the focus is really going to be on on uh, measures that are targeted towards accountability mm-hmm. as opposed to the measures that you might use in your 
in your local work in a, in a unit. Is that is that fair enough to say? So if you're looking at improving breastfeeding in, in a unit, yeah. is that is that under the purview of mm. what it is that you're doing? Or are you thinking mainly for the for these other purposes? I think we'll start for the measures for quality assessment. So some of the, the various types of both process, outcome, and structural measures that are used, um, like Mark was saying, or could be used or are being used now or, or in the future for assessing quality at, at a um, hospital level or potentially even a, a provider level. I do think there is some utility in some mm. of these measures for improvement as well, um, but that won't be the initial focus. Yeah, yeah but if folks want to work on that topic, it'd be great to, for the section to get into that space sooner rather than later. I think there's plenty to be done focusing on measures for assessment, for accountability, but it would also be kind of even more fun in a way to think about how do you look at measures for improvement and, and can we offer input to that as a section. So, And I think for the section members, it would be good to have some, some authoritative repository of these measures so that on their own internal processes, they can intelligently pick you know, measures that they can actually make a difference on. Because I think there are a lot of things out there that are put out there that aren't necessarily open to, um, you know, process improvement. How exactly is the task force going to um, try to accomplish these goals? Yeah, so th this is, the, the devil's in the details, obviously, but this is what we're working out. But, but the basic idea is that we want to look, identify first the universe of measures that are currently being used or being proposed or being developed for this idea of assessment of quality in neonatal uh, care. Um, and we can talk a bit more about how we'll do that in a second, but once we identify that universe, then take a systematic approach of going through each measure and making comments on the, the strengths of each measure, the, the disadvantages of each measure, the weaknesses, and potentially at the end coming up with some kind of document that says, among this universe of measures, these are the measures that have these roles and these, these potential uses for those same measures, these are potential challenges or weaknesses in using them. So identify the universe of measures, then a systematic approach to kind of go through each one and do and do an evaluation of the pros and cons of that measure. Would you guys agree? And, and um, I think that well, the output I think can be something that people will find hopefully very useful to arm them with information when they have in, in interactions with their hospital administrators or with payers that, that gives them the, the ammunition or the knowledge that they need to really understand the measures that are being proposed and, and what the potential benefits or caveats are with those yeah. measures. And, and, and what, practically speaking, is that output going to be? What form will it take? Well, I think what will happen is that we will, <coughs> at the end, hopefully have a compendium of a table with all of the different outcomes that are being used by various governmental organizations or academic organizations or networks. Some of that will be overlap. Um, but then within each measure we'll have a really a roster of all of the properties of that measure. I mean for instance is a measure easy to us to measure? I mean that's that's a big issue. I mean is it a reliable measure? Is the denominator reliable? Is the numerator reliable? Um, you know, is the definition um, subject to different interpretation, you know, across institutions. So I think that going through this, it'll give a sense, and hopefully at the end we'll have a summary of the measure overall, right, as to the strengths and weaknesses um, <coughs> that will be useful to people to implement these things. But, but more than that, I think, be useful to advocate with the um, uh, organizations that are trying to do comparative quality assessment mm -hmm. 
of the strengths and weaknesses, and maybe there's one that's better than another, mm -hmm. um, rather than having them sort of decide um, on a couple measures, and those are completely um, not helpful. I see. So, so who, who is um, who are you partnering with? Mm. What individuals or, or organizations within the AP or outside of it are, are involved in this whole process? Yeah, so I think we've done a. I think we, we have a, a good number of folks who are interested in, in being partners on this, which is terrific. Which hopefully speaks to the, the value and importance of this. So, among the section, you know, Heather is kind of a, a leading national neonatal QI expert who has agreed to be one of the leads of this project. Michael is a, is a young developer leader who's a clinical medical director of a large NICU. He'll bring a lot of the, the bedside QI expertise to this. The uh, Mark is obviously the incoming chair of the section and, and his role in the AEP leadership and finance and other areas is critically important to this. But then partners outside of the immediate section community, there's multiple. Vermont Oxford Network has been a leader in neonatal QI from the get-go, a leader, leader in the QI world for, for decades. And, and their leadership is, is very much willing to be a partner with this. The CPQC, C California Perinatal Quality Collaborative, they, they've agreed to be partners with this. Uh, pediatrics um, and their huge repository of, of data that they have and the thinking that they've done around measures. Um, folks from that organization have agreed to be part. Um, and then trying to draw on expertise, that kind of expertise that's needed to really understand and put out the kind of product that we want to put out. So um, various uh, measure developers um, that are active in our neonatal community, health services researchers um, who have focused on measure development, folks that are in um, quality improvement and administration who are the people that are having to, to potentially, you know, report these measures and think about the implications of those on their their practices and their um, and for their hospitals. Um, so really casting a wide net to get the right experts at the table to be able to produce a good product. The other thing that we hope to do is to reach out to some of the large national commercial payers to discover where they mm. are in this process. I'm not aware that any one of them has selected and implemented neonatal measures specifically, but you know that might be coming, and certainly an opportunity to open the communication channels and have some conversation with them to let them know that we're working on this from a very rigorous um, mm. aspect. Great. So it, it sounds um, not only the, the process piece of it, but the, the intersections with other organizations, it's, it sounds like a big task. Um, what, what's, the, what's the timeline for this within the section? The, well, as you know, <laughs> there's been a good amount of pre-work done on this over the past couple of years to kind of lay the foundation and helping to kind of think about the scope and the, and the process and stuff. The, uh, I mean, I think at this point we have a, a pretty good plan in place for how to how to define the scope of this in a reasonable fashion, how to carry out the steps. We're, we know that this is not you know, this is an active issue. It's not something that is an academic question that can kind of go on for a long time. It's, it's something that's needed sooner rather than later. So we're thinking in the next you know maybe one one and a half to two years we'll have products out there that will be useful. Once yeah. we get the products out, there'll be some kind of ongoing monitoring and revisions and stuff. But but hopefully in the next one to two years. Okay. And and how can how can the membership keep um, up to date on on where the process is? Do you have any uh, plans for in, interim products or work products? I, mean, I think at the at the various meetings where our section gets together as a, um, a group, particularly Scottsdale and, and at the NCE here, I think um, there's great opportunity to provide um, updates on on the the progress that we're making and and solicit input and feedback um, as the the 
process continues, I think those are, are pretty powerful forums where our group gets together um, in large scale. So I think I would definitely see us um, giving some updates and, and providing feedback at that point. Um, and I think once the web page gets uh, resorted, mm -hmm. I think that'd be a great place to put uh, periodic progress reports. Yeah. For it might be that, and I think this is where Michael might take a lead, like as we go through this, the end product is what we talked about, having a list of measures where each one we do a little summary of the pros and cons and strengths and weaknesses. And, and so it might be that in between now and our final product of, of the systematic evaluation of all the measures, there might be intermediate products that are worth sharing, you know, as academic products. Like Michael talked about doing this landscape assessment of, of the measures where we say, you know, here's the universe of measures out there. What are they focused on? What topics? What kinds of measures are there? So it might be that could be something that we can release at meetings or, or even get published. <laughs> we'll look forward to all the above and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll check in on the Great. podcast at a, at a future time. So thanks very much. Awesome. Everybody.